Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah! Michael K is on the radio today. And he ain't afraid to say what he's thinking. It's Michael K show. Michael K is on the radio today. Turn it up, it's time to get on with the show. On 98.7 ESPN Radio. Let's get right to it. It's December 4th. It's a Monday. We start another big week on the K-Show. Kayla, Greco, Rosenberg, and you. In what world? In what world? Oh, boy. Are you allowed... To be told at a job, this is what you're going to do, and you say, nah, I'm good. What? Now, if you haven't heard, it's been reported that the Jets want to go back to Zach Wilson, which is the only sane thing to do. We saw that Boyle can't play. Simeon can't play. So you might as well roll the dice with Zach Wilson and see going into next year if you could somehow get something out of him. Okay. And now the reporting is he doesn't think he wants to do it. Really? Then you're out of the NFL. You have contracts void, and you're out of the NFL. That's not how working works. That's well, no, not no, no. how I, being an employee works. No, no. Okay. You, you always say these things that are one step too far. Do you know where I'm going to go, Don? I know where you're going. You're going too far. No, that is how some employees can work. <laughs> it's not how Zach Wilson can work. Yeah, there are plenty of players right now who, if they were at a certain point established in the league, would say, guys... Uh, you know, I, I'm not going back in for X, Y, and Z reasons. It might be taken some way, but you go, this guy's a great player who gives himself all the time. Take off the rest of the year. That's not Zach Wilson. But I, but I disagree with you essentially too. Your job is your job. So even if you're if you're Aaron Rodgers and you say, you know what, I, I'm going to play, or I, I don't want to play the rest of the way, and the Jets want to play, and it should be the opposite of that anyway. He's got to play. Now you, you you have more of a a, a a a leg to stand on if you've got it if you've got a resume. Zach Wilson has no, no resume. That, that's should, the now, point. listen, there's two different conversations here. Should he be chapped? Sure. Oh, see what you get. You bench me. You think you can do better. You can't do better. Now you're coming back to me. So I get him being chapped, but at the end of the day, you're only hurting yourself. Right, he doesn't have any equity. Go done. out there and play. You haven't built anything. You're part of the problem. Okay, we're learning each and every painful week hours we're never going to be able to get back as sports fans having to watch this garbage every Sunday out of obligation Peter there's other games going on there's touchdowns being scored there's quarterbacks throwing complete passes and we're watching this it's ridiculous but we're finding out each week that it's more than just one thing wrong with this team they're poorly coached they're poorly managed they can't block they can't play so quarterback is definitely part of that, but we're not going to let Zach up. He was a part of the problem, and I'm not sure he'd be able to fix it. But when you're asked to go back in, you're under contract, you play. You play your fanny off, try to prove everybody wrong, take those reps, and then you take your ball to another team next year. So for him to not want to cash in on yet another opportunity, guys, how many opportunities has he been given? So he doesn't think he's good enough. <laughs> 
He could be ticked off, but he obviously doesn't think he's. Right. I don't think anybody would succeed. Well, Even Rodgers would not succeed with this team. Well, that's what's. I think that's what's so painfully obvious now is that maybe Aaron Rodgers dodged a bullet because a lot of this would have fallen on his shoulders had this team missed the playoffs. It would have been all his fault. But now he's the savior. It wouldn't look this bad. Hey, listen, Aaron Rodgers is really good, and it would look a lot better. But you think that team would go to the playoffs, Michael? They can't block. They can't figure anything out. Think about it. I know all three quarterbacks are awful. But I'm looking around the National Football League. You know, Joe Flacco, what was he doing? He was in a lazy boy watching football, jumps in, and he's slinging the ball around. They didn't win the game, but it looked like he, you know, a decent offense out there. I'm watching quarterbacks score points. How, how in God's name the Giants, who were an embarrassment, win two games in a row and actually have a quarterback throw three touchdown passes that five minutes ago was a practice squad player? So you tell me that there isn't a coaching problem with the Jets when they can't find they three quarterbacks and they one looks worse than the next. Well, I mean, let, let's extrapolate that, Don. Forget about like the quarterbacks look worse than the next. I mean, there's something inherently wrong in that building. Oh, it's when Zach Wilson is told you're going to start, and he goes, "I don't think I want to." That's not acceptable, man. Right? That's not acceptable. Because Zach Wilson might be looking at it and saying, "I will do more damage playing for my career than sitting back." There are, there are probably some people out there, I guarantee you, we're going to get phone calls from people, Michael, who think he's a hero for doing this. Because is it even worth playing for this team if it's that much of a dumpster fire? Now, I agree with you. You do your job. Your job is to be a quarterback. You go out and play if you're asked to go out and play. And I do think it, it does a lot of damage to him to not go out there and play. But there'll be enough people out there that looks at what this team's become and say, why should I go out there? You can't block for me. You can't come up with plays for me. We can't do anything. I end up looking like the jerk because I'm the quarterback of the team because nobody else can name half the other guys on the team at this particular point. And the guys that are supposed to be great, they're not living up to expectations, but for whatever reason, it always falls on the quarterback, and he's to blame. And Zach is to blame for a lot of what's gone on here. But when you see the incompetency continuing and getting worse, you realize it goes way beyond the talent on the team. The coaches and how this team was assembled is the major problem. I mean, there's so many um, things of this nature throughout the history. Let's just go to to Alabama, which is one of the final four teams, and we'll get into this as we move along. Jalen Milrow was was benched for for two games, and then Nick Saban went back to him. Imagine if he said, no, I'm good. (laughs) You wouldn't tell Nick Saban that because that kid's in the same situation as Zach Wilson. Now I'm good is not an option. You get back in there and you do the best that you can. Now, Now, when we get on Salah uh, later on in this hour, I know he's going to say, Zach never said that. They're going to deny, deny, deny. But somebody in the Jet front office leaked that. I think Diana Rossini had it first. You think that she made that up? No, somebody told her that. So they're they're trying to force Zach Wilson into taking her. They want him to look bad. And I told you last week, he's going to play again. Because the two guys... Uh, One thing the Jets had right, Peter, and I wonder if you agree. All right. They stayed with Zach Wilson as long as they did. You know why? Because they know they had nothing Uh, better. Yeah, but once you you sit him and then make him the third-string quarterback, how do you go back? 
Your season's over. How do you go back? You look like buffoons going they do, back that, to Zach. Well, that's the thing. So Zach looks, everyone looks bad. Yeah, everybody. Because Zach looks terrible for being like, nah, I'm good. When it's like, no, you're not, dude. At the very least, you should want to improve or get more on tape to get another job. So you look terrible. You look, frankly, weak. It's never been seen before. And it could probably and likely will spell the end of you being an NFL quarterback. But, but Don's right. The coaching staff looks nuts, too. I mean, yesterday he wasn't the best. I'm thinking yesterday when when um, when Boyle's looking horrible. I was like, and I see Zach in the in the jacket standing next to Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, if they go back to Zach, they might win this game. That's all they need. A little. They just need a tiny bit, and then they go to Trevor Simeon, who didn't even know how to play football. Well, I told you they were going to go to Simeon because that's just the way the the line was. That that's the way they set it up. Zach, you're done. But so they must have thought, guys. They were going to get something out of the other quarterbacks. I think how, that what from I've heard from inside the building guys, and this is this is really a reliably great source. Mm-hmm. Okay, that he simply lost confidence, and they knew that he lost confidence, so they want him to reset well, rather than keep running him out there. So maybe in the two games he saw, well, these two guys couldn't play under this circumstance, so it's not me. So I, I don't have a problem with them going back to him because he's signed for next year at pretty decent money. There's no way they're going to get rid of him, so at least you could see or you could work him back to confidence well, a little bit. Well, well here's, here's what it shows, though, and, and, and it's really hard to say this in a way that's not beating him up. And I, I, I don't take any pleasure in beating him up. But if this is true, and he said, I'm good, I don't want to go back, he's not fit for the NFL, guys. Yeah. There are, I'm sorry. There, there are people out there, guys. I don't want to get everyone upset. There are people who have been to the Super Bowl who are begging to be able to play a snap in the NFL again. And you're saying, I'm good? And you're, there are guys who are, came out of nowhere well, and are getting on teams. Don, they've bounced around the league. Uh, remember a few years ago, uh, uh, Josh Johnson. These guys who bounce around for 15 years and they're always ready to go. Take the next snap. You're telling me a few years into this thing, you're good? Yeah, like no, then they, you're not fit to be in this league. But on the other side of it, if it is a confidence issue. You think you helped his confidence by making him the third string quarterback? Of course and, not. And what happened over the last couple of weeks to gain confidence? Well, and so then why why wasn't the move then? Like we're just going to move him to second and br- like in the middle of a game, bring in the backup, see if we get a spark. If it doesn't work, we go back to him. That's been done a million times. You try the spark, it doesn't work. I mean, Desmond, yeah, Desmond Ritter went to Heineke it. three weeks ago. He's back again. They like, didn't want to do it mid-game. That's why they were going to do it next week. They were going to do it this coming game on Sunday. That That's what they were going to do. They didn't want... I think putting him in the middle of the game is probably more of an embarrassment now. He's got the whole week to you know, work with the first team. He wasn't working with the first team as a third quarterback. Yeah, how are you supposed to gain your confidence if you're not working with the no, first but team? I would, because I, the way you could gain your confidence is saying, wow, these guys can't do it either. But the way the way to do it that could have maybe not broken him, and yes, he would have been upset, but it's pretty standard protocol and you don't look like a buffoon organization, is a few weeks ago in one of the many games in which he was doing nothing, at halftime, you say, we're going to boil now. Then you watch a half with that backup, who you know isn't good, and if nothing happens, the next week you put Zach back at the number one starter. You get a look at the other guy, you see, oh my God, we have nothing, and you go back to Zach and say, hey, we just tried to give it a shot. Now That happens. Now, we get beat up on social media. See, guy, you wanted Zach benched, and look at it. We just wanted to see if there's somebody else that could do better. 
And clearly there isn't. And why is that? that that's the thing. Why sh- is that? We shouldn't be oh, punished and because the- we thought there could be someone who could throw the football. Let me, let me ask you this. Would you have taken, in yesterday's ball game, would it have been enough to win the game if whoever your quarterback was was 23 of 44 for 254 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick? That's a win for them yesterday, probably. That was Joe Flacco. The, oh, the, that was Joe Flacco for the Browns. Now, they lost the game. But what I'm saying is is that that kind of play probably wins you the game. You didn't have any interest in Joe Flacco. Like, you had opportunities to try to improve this. This is what you have. So that's a Joe Douglas problem. The fact he can't get anything out of these quarterbacks, that's a Nathaniel Hackett problem. It, it, the, the offensive line can't block anybody, so it's a player problem. It, it, it's uh, Guys, it, everything, everywhere you look on this team, is an issue. The only thing that isn't is the defense. And if I'm the defense, I'm red hot. And now how's Zach Wilson going to be able to stay in there? He doesn't want to go back in there to try to help you. This defense is doing everything they can. They were going to try to win that game 2-0, guys. That's what it would have taken because there was no way. They have a better chance to score than the offense does. And Rex Ryan today on DPH on Rothenberg said that if the Jets don't win another game, that that they're going to clean house, and I, I, I wonder where, where's that coming from with Rex? They're going to clean house. So what are you going to do with Aaron Rodgers? He said, no matter what Aaron Rodgers thinks, really, well, really, because Aaron Rodgers probably is now reevaluating the stances he's taken. Because you watch Green Bay yesterday slap around um, Kansas City. Green Bay's a much better team than the Jets, much better. And their coach is innovative with offense and things like that. And I think he's starting to understand, maybe I let the really, really pretty girl get away and thought I was trading up. And maybe I didn't trade up. Well, Michael, if Aaron Rodgers' legacy is at stake next year, wouldn't he be on board for wholesale changes? No, because you think he wants to... If they fire Hackett, you think he wants to learn an entire new offense? uh, Michael, they don't have to fire Hackett. They can keep him around if they want. Did he call the plays in Green Bay even when when Rodgers was there? Can you bring somebody in, make Rodgers part of the process? But you think Aaron Rodgers wants to see this run back? So you're going to tell me that this whole thing would have been 100% better if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. It would have been better because Aaron Rodgers is way better than anybody they played at quarterback. But the pre-snap penalties, the fact that the offensive line can't block... Like you think that would have led to a team that would be competing for a Super Bowl? That would Aaron Rodgers have this team at the San Francisco 49er level or the no. Baltimore Raven level or the Kansas City Chief level? Or would they look a little bit better competing for a final playoff spot and probably either not make it or bow out in the first round? But one thing that I would give the Jets and and, and people just aren't are uh, are not giving this enough credence. Their offensive line has been in shambles since the first game. Right. And everybody is hurt. It's hard to win. Even if Aaron Rodgers is back there, there's no continuity, nothing. And they continue to get hurt. So that's why they're that bad. We don't know if they would have been this bad if everybody stayed healthy and played the entire year. We don't know. I mean, injuries have played a big part in this. That's why I think it's impossible to judge Hackett. It's impossible to judge Sala because the offense has been an abomination. And the only talented player on that offense... To me, is Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall is okay. All the greatness that we predicted for Brees Hall. Take a look at Christian McCaffrey in yesterday's game against the Eagles. That's a great running back. That's a great running back. Makes something out of nothing all the time. He's better than anybody. He's paid more than anybody, and he deserves to be paid more than anybody. The Jets have one weapon on offense. One. And unfortunately for them, it's not their quarterback. That's not a good look. How are you going to win? But, Michael, you you can't look this bad. 
But if you're this bad, you can. Well, but, but why are you this bad? Well, the injuries to the offensive line, and I believe that Lazard and Cobb are non-players without Rodgers. Right, but this still falls on Joe Douglas. It's you know you you find players. You again, nobody is asking you to take those injuries and spin it into a Super Bowl championship. But Michael, this is the worst offense. New England's the only one that's in the conversation as completely incompetent and moving the football. It can't all be about injuries. Yes, they've had injuries. you got to try to figure out a way to make it work. Nathaniel Hackett is just not the guy. Now, maybe he's the guy for Aaron Rodgers. That's great. But is he the guy elsewhere? I know he took Jacksonville to a championship game with Blake Bortles, but clearly, if he doesn't have the right quarterback that can play his system, I guess there's nothing that comes out of that. He admitted he had the yips play calling, which is something that's not his ballywick to begin with. And they just not be able to, where every single rule in the book, guys, benefits this offense. They're just waiting to throw flags. And they, they can't move the ball downfield. It's it's ridiculous. They've set football back 100 years. It can't all be because of the injuries. <laughs> it's tough to watch. It is tough. It, as Don I, said, it's it's our I, professional I, responsibility, but it's brutal. It, and I, But the people that I don't feel bad for us. Feel bad for those fans, one of the best fan bases in football that were promised so much, and now we're left with this. And the damn team is still alive. Believe it or not, they're still alive. And then you take a look at the AFC. God, if they could figure it out, look how wide open it is. Kansas City you know, loses yesterday. Cincinnati doesn't have a quarterback. Cleveland's on Joe Flacco as their quarterback. Buffalo's a 500-football team. It was right there. So I feel bad for the fans. And I don't know if you could feel confident, guys, of just running it back and saying it'll all be better, we'll be healthier next year, Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy, and we're going to be fine. Can you honestly say that that's the case? It, it would be hard to make that case. It would be hard to make that case. Let's go to the calls, 1-800-919-3776, and we start out with Ira in Staten Island. Ira. Hey, Michael, Don Peter, how are you? Good, how are you? What a, good, and this isn't a pleasant call. I mean, what a mess from top to bottom. And, you know, the, the Zach Wilson stuff, I know there's money involved. I looked on over the cap. It's like a, a $15 million dead uh, uh, cap uh, hit. They do save five towards the cap uh, in a different way. I, honestly, I cut him right now. I cut bait. That's it. You can't bring this guy back in a locker room if, he's, if you don't want to play. It, it, it's bad. It's a big message you're sending to the rest of his teammates. And as for the team, listen, I, I understand what they did. Um, I can't believe that they went in after they invested in Rodgers that everything they did, and Don's right, four and eight would not mean they'd be eight and four with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was running for his life in a giant preseason game. He, he threw two passes in, in, in with Buffalo, and he dropped back. He got hurt. And at some point, God forbid, he would have got hurt. They went in with Dwayne Brown coming off a hip or shoulder, whatever he was, at 38 years old. They had Beckton unknown with his knee, and that was it. And they had Vera Tucker to kick out to the right side if they had to. It was such a mismanaged thing with this offensive line after they invested in Rodgers. And I could only hope that whether it's this regime or the next regime, they get this right. And, you know, I, I, Rogers, he's a smart guy. If he has to learn a new system, he's going to learn a new system. I'm not worried about that. But you have to do the right thing with this organization. And Woody, as much as he wants to win, 
I, I, you got to give it to a football man, and maybe you make a CEO like a guy like a Mike Tannenbaum, and he, he, he the GM and and the coach report to Tannenbaum. Woody, you know, God bless him. It's just you need football people making the football decisions, and it's not done the right way over there, the way it's built right now. Well, the, the thing that you said that I agree the most with Ira is if he in fact said he didn't want to play, right? And again, it's going to be, I, I guarantee it will be shot down that that's not happened. But obviously it's true because several people are reporting it. He can't walk back in that locker room. They don't want him to play anyway. So he walks in after he's healthy and he's told, we want you to start. And he says, I don't want to. I'm sorry. He can't walk back in that room. How does he look that team in the eye? Why, is he have huh. a, why does he have a uniform? Now, what if you find out? Because you said it's true. I mean, Diane is not making this up, right? So it's true. I don't know what Salah's going to say coming up later in the hour. But what if what if we find out it's because his confidence is, I can't go back out there, my confidence is still shot. Yeah, but imagine admitting that. You can't look at your teammates then. What are, can I ask you guys a question? We're all, we're, our, our listeners are family, right? Yeah, sure. What, the, what do we even say to coach today? Th- well, this, this is, thank God for this, because now we have stuff to talk about. I mean, but, but, what, but he can't, he's not going to say... I, I doubt he even admits it's true. And what do we, how do we say, hey, coach, how does it feel to be the man at the head of the ship on what is maybe the greatest train wreck in the history of New York sports? No, and somehow every time we think it can't get worse, it seems to hey, get worse. Uh, hey, well, what's going to be next, coach? Well, what, we, what, what could happen next week? We ask the questions. If he doesn't want to answer them or if he wants to dance around them, that's on him. Well, we'll just ask the questions. I got plenty of questions. I don't expect any answers from them. But it can't stop us from asking him. Let's go to Robbie in Connecticut. Robbie. Hey, fellas. Long time no talk because I can never get a hold of you guys because there's so many great callers. I've oh, the show's the so hot. <laughs> great one. Thanks, buddy. Um, I don't want to cause any ruckus here, but Don, everything that you said in regards to the reason why Zach Wilson doesn't want to play is absolutely true. And this is why I back him because you know what? The New York Jets remind me of my basketball team, the Brooklyn Nets. They hand the franchise over to Aaron Rodgers, much like they did to uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie. And the difference is this coaching system offensively is fit for Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, succeeding Green Bay under Hackett, yes, with LaFleur calling the plays. Hackett is a joke. Tell me how Russell Wilson goes from looking like a top-10 quarterback to looking like a piece of garbage back to looking the almost yeah. Russell Wilson form. You know, uh, Zach Wilson, is he doing this unprofessionally? Sure he is. But it reminds me of everyday life, folks. You know, I have upper management where I work where they don't listen to the things that they needed. What do the Jets need? They needed offensive line. They didn't bring in Randall Cobb because look at his resume with Dallas and Houston. Okay, but, but, but let, let, let's stop right there. You have, you, you have upper management that you don't always agree with at work. But you know what? That's your job. You got to work. Zach Wilson right, has to but, work. You know, if they the tell him to work. Is, unfortunately for me, the difference, though, Michael, for me and Zach Wilson, he's under contract. He's stuck. I could go find another place. You know, I've worked a lot of places that right, I've but, but so then he the doesn't because he's under contract, Robbie. He doesn't have the right to say I don't want to play if he's healthy. But is it fair for him with the offensive line that he has, Michael? It's abysmal. It's well, but somebody, here's the thing, Robbie. That's, 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 that's why he's, made, that's why he's making ten million. He's making ten million dollars yeah, a year, Robbie. That's why. Robbie, he's you, making ten million dollars, but Michael. But, Rob, but Robbie, you're a t- he, here's the here's the problem. Everything you're saying is right for reasons not to play. Here's the, still the reason you have to play is because somebody has to go and play the position. What makes him you're above right, anybody guys. else? And, and like you're in the locker room it. there. Sorry, uh, Timmy, go out there and play because I'm not gonna. Um, Simeon, go out there and play because I'm not gonna. And meanwhile, you think that defense wants to be out there? 
kicking butt. No, no you're right. I've got no way to win. So you have to go out there, Robbie. You have no choice. I know it stinks, and he's got reasons why he shouldn't want to go there. But you can't look your teammates in the eye and say, sorry, guys, I'm above playing. You're not. You go out there and get yourself killed. I'm not. Believe me, that will spread like wildfire. Nobody would want to touch him with a 10-foot pole. It's game time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. No locals in action tonight, but we do have Monday Night Football in Jacksonville between the Jags and the Bengals at 8.15 on ESPN. It's a big game for Peter. It's huge. That's game time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. During the big games this season, enjoy a Tullamore Dew. The original triple blended, triple distilled, and triple cask matured Irish Whiskey. Remember when it's game time, it's Tully time. Please enjoy responsibly. We never know exactly when... Coach Sala will call in. It's going to be anywhere from 3.30 to 4 o'clock, so you got to keep it right here. Hopefully, we will talk to him before the 4 o'clock hour begins. But first... Don's going to tell us about BetMGM. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward Points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM Points into MGM Reward Points that you use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. BetMGM.com for T's and C's must be 21 years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, help is available. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the Michael K. Show holiday party this week returns Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island, with special guest appearances by Wally Zerbiak. Amani Toomer and Rick DiPietro. Increase your chances of winning one of the holiday giveaways by bringing up the three toys for donations. That's right. So mark your calendars and get ready to spread some cheer at the Michael K. Show Holiday Party Friday, December 8th at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. It's brought to you by Momentum Solar, the New York Islanders, Jake's 58 Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager and Flight by Yingling, the perfect beers for the holiday season, Security Dodge, visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection, and benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Hey, Football Mondays on 9870 ESPN are brought to you by InfinityUSA.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. We'll go back to the calls. Let's go to Alan in Westchester. Alan. Hey, guys. You there? Yeah, oh, yeah, right here. Doing? Hey, hey uh, sorry about that. Um, I got on faster than I thought. Hey, listen, um, I don't understand... I'm going to quote the great Ty Butler, who, because I don't want to take credit for this, who right. said, when you go from the Jets to Philadelphia, San Francisco, it's like watching a different sport. Mm-hmm. And I understand everybody has injuries. I mean, injuries are part of the NFL. But that is a question I'd like to ask Sawa. I have nothing against Robert Sawa, but wh- why can they not perform at a minimal level of competency? I'm not asking them to win. I'm just asking them to find a way to play the sport the way it's supposed to be. Well, they because play right now. Defensively, they play the sport. Plan. Defensively, they do. They, they do? Defensively, they play the sport the way it's supposed to be played. No? Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Although, uh, they seem to, the, even there, they seem to slip up at the worst possible moment. And they make stupid mistakes like penalties that uh, are are unprompted. Don't you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, but that, that, that's clearly, this defense is mostly very good. Oh, and also, everybody keeps bringing up the penalties, and they point to that as the reason that Salah can't coach. They were one of the least penalized teams last year. Same coach. Better players. Same coach. Well, how do you explain that, everybody? Everybody wants to say well, that the, the penalties are on Salah, and I'm sure that penalties have a lot to do with coaching, but that coaching was good enough for them to be one of the best teams in terms of penalties last year. Well, the pre-snap penalties can be explained away by you know different personnel in there. I think defensively they get frustrated very easy, and I can understand that. You're going out there having to pitch a shutout. They've played well enough to win pretty much, I think, all these games, right? If they had a better offense, they'd win a lot more of them and probably be in, a, in, in, a, in the discussion maybe to win this division. This defense is not an issue, but they can't afford to make a mistake. So anytime they give up a first down, you're like, oh, God. Like yesterday, what did I say before the game? The defense is going to go out there and win the game for them. And then as soon as they give up a touchdown, it's like, all right, game's over. When it, when it was 7-2, weren't you saying, all right, game's over? Oh, yeah. So how can you live like that as a defense, knowing if you give up any points at all, your game's over? Let's go to Bob. Oh, by the way, and you got them two of the points. <laughs> yeah. Yourself. Yeah. And you know what, Peter? It's funny. When they got the two points, you go, well, they're gonna, that's going to have to hold up. Yeah. You really did. You really did. I you had thought, the same well, thought. that's going to have to do with it. Somebody's going to have to come in and pitch a shot. Yeah, maybe, a call for the Jets. Maybe, maybe they can get one more. You know, get a second safety. Let's go to Bob in the truck. Bob. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. 
listen, I wanted to call in and talk to you guys about how livid I am. <laughs> and for, I don't know, maybe for two seasons now, I can't hear it anymore about people talking about Rob Sala and Joe Douglas's job on the line. These guys, well, first of all, Douglas has done, besides Zach Wilson, a phenomenal job drafting. Nobody can sit there. I mean, a, a quarterback, uh, top three, four quarterbacks getting drafted every year, maybe, sometimes, maybe not one of them even pan out. That That's a lottery pick. Zach Wilson, okay, so we know he stinks. All right. But every other draft pick pretty much that Douglas has gone after has made us relevant. No, no, Jets no, no. He had, had one. He, Bob, he had one great draft. His other drafts have not been that impressive. He's had one unbelievable draft. Well, okay. I, I think he had he did a little bit better than one, but one that really stands out. But okay, right. fair enough. All time great and, one. Yes, definitely on that. Um, and Rob Sala, okay, he's not an offensive guy. We knew that. He, we brought him in knowing he's a, he's a defensive mind. He's a great defensive coach, and he's done, you know, for an inex- for a, uh, a, a head coach coming in with no experience to a Jets dumpster fire. He's, I mean, he's made at least he's helped make the defense make the team relevant with no offense, basically. Well, I mean, it's hard to point. I, I said this last week, and I know it's you know with Rex Ryan saying what he said today on our morning show. You know, if they don't win a game, the heads are going to roll. Well, really? Okay, why? So it, it's all on Salah? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. If somebody said, okay, you have to choose one person that's on, who, who's most to blame? I'd say Joe Douglas. It, in this moment, it has right. to be because they had no one. Well, I, I guess I guess it has to be Joe Douglas or Hackett, right? Well, I don't even know if you could. Everybody wants to blame Hackett. Well, no, one or the other. funny thing. Well, because, but, you know, the, the in-sheet thing, but he doesn't have an offense. Yeah, but but we don't know if Hackett's any good at all. So are, are Simeon and Boyle literally incapable of a completion? Or could they have put together just at least a basic... I'm not saying good. We know they're not good. Uh, are they worse because of Hackett? I, we, we just don't know well, is what I'm saying. Listen, I'm not I, saying I blame Hackett, but it's one of them. We've gotten to know these guys. There's good and bad in in both. All right, mm-hmm. but if you're gonna like if you're gonna let Joe Douglas go, then and Salah's gonna be collateral damage. Nobody wants to inherit a, a head coach that had three straight losing seasons when they take over as general manager. But if the, the number one target has to be on Joe, yes, he has done some great things. I thought the Jamal Adams deal was great. I thought the Sam Darnold deal was great. He has made some nice draft picks. But, Michael, they, they look like they have a talent problem. His expertise was supposed to be an offensive line. The offensive line, yes, they've had injuries, but have not looked good. Some of the guys we thought were exceptionally talent-wise, they have not lived up to expectations. All right? So maybe it's just an off-season, whatever, but it looks like if you're going to tell me it's a talent problem, then it falls on the general manager. And, I would agree. And ultimately, guys, we can make excuses, but how many coaches and general managers survive three straight losing seasons like this? I mean, if they don't win another game, which is what Rex said, so what? what is that? Four in his first year, so 11. You'd be talking about 15 wins in three years. You can't average five wins a year for three years and expect to keep your job. Yeah, but you know what? You can't expect to average more than five wins a year when your quarterback for those three years has been Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. You well, can't. but whose fault is that? That's Joe Douglas. Douglas's fault. And, and you couldn't find anybody else to challenge him? You couldn't find anybody else to replace him? You're three deep. 
<laughs> I've never seen a team try three quarterbacks and never nothing. Nothing works. All right, the Giants haven't been great, but they they found a quarterback that was on the practice squad that could throw three touchdowns. Something Zach Wilson hasn't done in his entire career in one game. You're you're seeing quarterbacks figure. Again, we're not asking you to go out there and win a Super Bowl or even make the playoffs. But Michael, how about score a touchdown? How many games we watch? They don't score touchdowns, and if they do, it's one. A bunch of field goals, miserable in the red zone. I think that Kenny had a stat yesterday that they've they've had uh, more safeties in the first quarter than they've had touchdowns. That's amazing. It's so the level is just so poor. So it's not even about what their record is. Actually, when you think about it, I think their record is kind of impressive considering how bad their offense has been. But now you're starting to see it spiraled last year, Michael. Same circumstances, same record. And then then you know not win another game. What if it happens again? Now, Does everything stay the same? Ritzamini is uh, tweeting out that Sala speaking about Zach Wilson. The young man wants the ball. They just spoke. I told you this was uh, going to. They were going to say it never happened. Well, it, was, it never happened. You watch, but it happened. People don't make stuff like that up. It happened. Now he's or maybe got- maybe the Jets leaked it out to make sure that he did say yes, but he declined to name a quarterback for this week. And uh, he also said, "Let's be clear: if he were reluctant to play, he wouldn't be here." Well, we got to take him at his word, but I don't think I don't think Diana Rossini was lying. So, did something get lost in translation, or was it he had no intention of playing, and then the Jets straightened him out? I think it's that. Oh, you want to say that? Okay, then let's leak it to somebody, and they leaked it to Diana Rossini, and then he got embarrassed, and he, uh, oh yeah, I'll play. Yeah, walk in, walk in, and say, "Listen, we're going to giving you uh, your unconditional release unless you play." So, you want to rethink this? But, you know what? If he was smart, he would have taken his own. But you know, but but you know what's so sad that, that you got to bribe somebody to play. You got to you got to threaten their career to get him to play. And that's all right. So maybe he does play, and then it's it, Sala saves face because he can honestly tell us he's playing. It's a non-issue. But if you had to force him to play, Michael, that's not good either. And also, well, why 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 are you not naming him the quarterback? Yeah, that, that's uh, that's my next question. So why not? So the, if he said the kid wants to play, so it's been discussed that he wants to play, then the, what carrot are you holding out there? We know that Boyle can't play. We know that Simeon can't play. At least we know that Zach Wilson has a great arm and has you know, pretty good foot speed. He can move around. He doesn't make great decisions, but he has two very important aspects of being a really good quarterback. What do you what do you run in the other two? That's why when Salah laughed at me last week when I said, you know, why don't why don't you go back to Zach? Well, yeah. they ended up going back to him. They're going to end up going back to him. Well, if you're not naming him the quarterback, why aren't you naming him the quarterback? Yeah, and why were you talking about playing if you're not naming him the quarterback? These are questions we'll ask him. Hey guys, are you ready to hit a home run with the best Christmas gift for your special someone? Well, Pajama Ground's famous naturally nude pajamas will make you a holiday hero. So good that they sell out every year. Naturally nude pajamas are known for ultimate comfort and style. Soft, silky, better than lingerie with a curve caressing fit. Now here's the kicker. When you order naturally nude pajamas today, you'll get a free naturally nude nightie. That's a $75 savings on a very luxurious two-in-one complete gift. Better yet, 
with Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. Now, if you ask me, that's one easy holiday gift that's sure to make her happy. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win, so why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. That's naturally nude pajamas at pajamagram.com, and please tell them ESPN New York sent you. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. To Football Monday with the Michael K Show, presented by Infinity and Slowmans. All right, so it gets a little bit more interesting now. Uh, Diana Rossini, three minutes ago, tweeted out, Aaron Rodgers reached out to Zach Wilson in an effort to advise him to resume the starter role, but at the time, Wilson remained apprehensive due to perceived injury risk per sources. Boy, that opens up another can of worms. Why is Aaron Rodgers doing that? Why is Aaron Rodgers doing that? Well, I, I guess what ha- again? I'm just this is just speculation on my part because Aaron Rodgers isn't the one to tell Zach we might be going back to you. It'd be Robert Sala. So did he say no to Robert? And then Robert's like, well, "I'm going to have Aaron call and try to convince him to play." Like the coach can't convince him to play. That that's that's one player with a lot of sway, a lot. 
Might be too much for a guy that's never done anything for the franchise. And I'm not saying that in a, a pejorative way. He's never done no. anything. Now, Rodgers you know, is probably motivated to have Zach play because he probably thinks Zach gives him the best chance and he wants that game against the Commanders to be meaningful. But you saw what the Dolphins did to the Commanders yesterday. You saw Houston ended Denver's five-game winning streak. Are the Jets winning another game until Washington? They're going to lose, I would think, the next two. And I think one more kills them because that would give them a ninth loss. They finish under 500. Because what would Aaron care? Thank God for that bye. They only have eight. You know what I mean? Still now, in it. Now, we will uh, we'll talk about the college football playoffs in depth with Scott Van Pelt when he joins us at 4.30. Yes. But one thing that I would like to say, you know, there's so much talk about FSU, why it didn't get in. It's in a Power 5 conference. It didn't lose a game. And the reason it didn't get in, and I, I'm not advocating this, is that their, their great quarterback got hurt, and he's out. He's not going to play in the playoffs. So they got penalized for being honest. And I just don't get what the committee is looking for. I do get it, but it's not right. They're looking for the four best teams that right. they think talent-wise that will make the best games. But then why are we playing a season? You knew these teams were going to be four of the best teams during the before the season even began. Doesn't records and winning mean anything? Florida State would have been better oh. off saying, by the way, our quarterback, he'll be back for the playoffs. This way you lie your way in. It doesn't make sense. But on the other hand, if it's about the four best teams, you telling me just because they lost to Alabama, Georgia's not one of the four best teams? They had a 29-game winning streak. Right. They didn't get blown out by Alabama. And, and anybody who thinks when they expand the playoffs next year, this is going to solve the problem. No, well, because the team that's left out is always going to complain. Yeah, but you know what? I have less of a problem with the number 12 team being left out as opposed to the number four. Right. Right? We do it all the time with the NCAA tournament. All right, you should have made it, but really, were you going to make any kind of a run? I mean, this any, any one of those four teams can feel like, hey, they're two wins away from winning a national championship. When there's 12, all right, the, 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 the difference between 12 and 13, are you really winning? I guess you can, but it's not like when you're talking about the top four. So if you're going to tell me that Florida State isn't the one of the four best teams, you're telling me Georgia's not? But unfortunately, Texas is attached to Alabama's hip. Because Texas has to go because Texas beat Alabama earlier in the season. So they'll go screaming into the night if they're not one of the four, if Alabama goes and Texas doesn't. So they had to take Texas. If you're FSU, though, I understand why you're red hot. I can't sit here and say, you know, just pipe down. I'm sorry. Even though their quarterback got hurt, they they won every game that they had to win. I watched a lot of that game on Saturday night. It wasn't overly impressive against Louisville. Louisville had their chances. They, they they didn't block a punt. They actually were able to tackle the punter. Like they they got to the ball before the punter did. Uh, but still, they won the game. They did what they had to do to win the game, and they go undefeated and not going to get a chance to play for a national championship. Crazy. All right, it's time now for our talk with the Jet Coach Robert Sala. The Robert Sala Report brought to you by Infinity.com and Slomans. Coach, how are you doing today? Always good, brother. How you doing? I'm doing okay as well. So let's get, I mean, obviously the story of the last couple of hours is that it was reported by Diana Rossini that Zach Wilson was approached about playing. Now she's saying three minutes ago that it was Aaron Rodgers who approached him and he didn't want to play because of a, a fear of injury. Is there, what, what's the real story here, Coach? Um, I have no idea what players have with one another, what teammates have with one another, the conversations they have. Um, I know that 
you know, there was truly a reluctance to play, and it was told to us in this building, I, I, players won't be here. I mean, it's just, to quote the great Mike Tomlin, we want volunteers, not hostages. Um, but with that said, uh, you know, like about an hour ago, I said in my press conference, uh, Zach came in here and he wants the ball. He wants to play. And um, uh, we had a conversation about it, and I let him know where I'm at. I let him know the things that he needs to get better at. And uh, and the same things I'm, I told him, I'm going to tell you guys. I'm just not ready to make a decision on whether or not I'm, I'm ready to give him the ball, but but I know he wants it. But it's it's on the table that he may get a chance to play again. Yeah. Now, when when you sat him down, Coach, you know, my, my gut feeling is probably he, he lost confidence playing as poorly as he did. The two games that he has sat, has, have you noticed that he's regained any confidence? I mean, he's not getting first-team snaps, so I don't know how you could see that, but what's your vibe about him? No, for sure. It's not, you know, uh, he, ha- he has confidence. Yeah, I think this is way different than a year ago. Um I think last year he completely lost confidence in himself. Um, do I think he needed a breather? Uh, absolutely. I do think he needed a breather. And um, I do think that uh, um, if given the opportunity, will he succeed? Yeah, I think so. But, uh, you know, to, to be fair to the young man, it's uh, it's been a heck of a three years. So so you've... You, you, so you're refuting that report that the, the, there has never been any sense that you've gotten from Zach that he didn't want to play. Uh, look, I, I don't know what conversations are had. You know, these, these young men have a lot of conversations with one another in the locker room, and if if somebody expressed that from maybe he, I have no idea if he had a conversation with his family. I have no idea, but I know the kid is competitive. I know that he has a lot of confidence in himself to go out there and play. I know he wants to play. I know he's he's been very upset that he uh, that he has been sad. I know he feels like we would have won the game if he. You know, and that's his mindset. So I only know what I know, and I know that he wants the ball. I know he's competitive as heck, and I know if uh, if he is the guy for for Sunday, he'll go compete his tail off, just like just like the other two would. So. Um, you know, that's all I can go off of is based on the conversations I have, but, guys. There's these young men have tons of conversations with a lot of uh, guys, and and you know, empathetically, like I said in my press conference, you know, these guys are this this new age kid uh, coming out. They're they're used to sitting out bowl games because they got to take care of their draft status. So, like Caleb Williams, yeah, could it be possible? Yeah, you know, like that's th- these are all things that happen now, and. Um, it's just it almost seems like it's common where I think that's where I think we'll do where the, the the modern day athlete is missing the boat with regards to team. So, you know, is it conceivable that he had a conversation with his teammate? Is it plausible? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say that it never happened, but at the same time, I know where his heart is. I know he wants to play. I know he still has that old school mentality that he goes out there for his teammates. Let, let me let me dig a little bit deeper, though, coach. Did you go to him? Because you heard this rumor, or did he come to you and say, "Listen, I'm ready to go"? How did that play out? He came to my office today. You know, the quarterbacks came and watched tape. He walked into my office and said he wants the ball. I had not gotten to the point where I wanted to have a conversation with anybody yet because mm-hmm. I'm still trying to evaluate everything. I'm still talking to coaches. I'm still trying to digest the game, uh, the game from yesterday. Um, 
and uh, and he walked into my office about an hour, hour and a half ago now, and we had a really good conversation, and and he was pretty passionate about where he wants to go. Now, is that enough for you, or do you want to investigate to find out if that conversation was had? Oh, I don't care if that conversation was had. Uh, like I said, I, I, I'm always going to put myself in someone's shoes, and uh, and you know, if that conversation was had, that that's not a it's not like it's a negative. I, I don't understand why that would be such a big deal. Coach, can you help me understand what's going on with Boyle and, and Simeon? I'm just trying to understand. Uh, I'm watching. You guys needed, it seemed, such just a little bit of offense to, to get a win that could have kept you alive, and it just did not seem like either guy was capable of doing it. Is there a problem with the play calling are the guys simply not NFL caliber quarterbacks? I, I just think I speak for Jets fans when I say I do not understand what's happening offensively with this football team. Um, well, look, uh, the, the best thing I can tell you is it, it's been an unfortunate series of events when, when that lightning bolt struck our turf at uh, four plays into the season. Um, it's been a a challenge to keep guys healthy on the offensive line, and it's like I said, like it's not that I don't have faith in the five guys we have, but there are things that pop up in terms of continuity and nuance that just are continually showing up, playing and play out that week in and week out with all the turnover. And again, they're not excuses because we still got to find ways to get better. I do think we had opportunities to to put up some big points and yards yesterday uh, uh, with with some missed opportunities, but. At the same time, I do think they did take advantage of opportunities that were there. So it was a little bit of both. Uh, do I think that we could have done some things better as a coaching staff with regards to play calling and all that? Sure, there's always going to be that. It's it, uh, it blame is never on one person, ever on one person. But um, you know, collectively, it's uh, it's it, it feels kind of like a, a domino effect of um, you would like the dominoes to just stand there for for a couple of weeks in a row just so we can keep building on it, uh, keep building the pile. But it just seems like whenever we get it going a little bit in a string, somebody knocks down the domino and the rest of them come falling down with it. And uh, But but, it, but but overall, guys, like these guys are, are professional football players and, and you're just looking for some continuity. Not that continuity will happen every week, but uh, some semblance of it would be great. Now, you've told us in the past couple of weeks, you know, you don't worry about your job. That's not something you worry about. Rex Ryan today on our morning show said the Jets don't want another game. They're going to clean house. When you hear something like that, what's your thought? And Rex Ryan is, over the past year, has certainly become a big supporter of yours, but he said they are going to clean house. What do you, what, what do you respond to that? No, I can't worry about all that stuff. I, you know, it's a, um, that's, that's our business. You know, the, um, you're always you're always looking for whatever it is, but my my concern is Houston, and that's all I can focus on. You know, it's uh, um, it's part of the job. I, I, we've gotten to know you a little bit here, Coach, um, and and I have a perception of you that makes it very difficult for me to believe that you'd be okay with a player, even in passing, not wanting to play for you. Like, I, I'm just surprised that you said that you, you don't know why it's a big deal. Somebody's got to go play that position, no. coach. Right? I mean, so what, yeah, Tim no, Boyle I'm, can go get beat up, but Zach Wilson can't? No, no, that, that that's a great question. And I, I, it's, not that, it's, not, it's, it's not that it's not a big deal. Um, I'm saying that if it crosses their mind in this age of player and their thought and the way they think, 
it's really not a big deal. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there's a difference to me between, hey, Zach, take the ball, and him saying, God, I really don't want it. Different. That is different. Then he's out. I just know if I, I – what's that? If, if he says – if you said, Coach, uh, Zach, I want you to start this Sunday, and he says no – I really would rather not. Oh, then then, then got, he's out. Yeah, then, then he's out. But that, but that's the whole. And like, that, that's a whole different. That's a whole different story. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna beg a player to be on the football field. That's not. Mm. That's not how we do things. That's not how we'll ever do things. But I find it hard to believe. And again, it's he already demonstrated it. Um, if, if 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 a coach goes to a player and and says, "Hey, man, I need you on the football field," and he says no. Um, well, that's a whole other can of worms that we'll talk about. Let's end on a positive. How about that, Coach? So you're playing uh, Houston. And this is what D'Amico Ryan said about you. I don't know if you heard this yet. Um, he's done a great I job hope. with the Jets. I learned how to coach from being under Sala. He taught me a lot from scheme to handling players, game planning. I owe a lot to him. Probably the reason why I'm standing here before you. Great man. When you hear somebody say something like that who's been very successful in his first year, what does that mean to you? I uh, I love Meek. Obviously, he's um, he's a special human. Uh, had the honor of being able to coach him, and uh, when he was the defensive rookie of the year, had the honor of bringing him in as a when I was a my first time as a coordinator. Got him in as a quality control uh, to to learn kind of the ropes, and he came up the right way in terms of just having to draw cards and do all that good stuff. And then uh, being a linebackers coach and uh, just kind of watching him grow in terms of trying to teach it the way he did it and learning that not everyone was as him because he was a special talent, a ridiculously special talent and, uh, and learning how to, how to, how to coach every player. And, uh, and then from a schematic standpoint, him just being able to piece together the front and the back end and, um, and understanding all of that. And then obviously as a head coach, just watching him, he, he's, he's an awesome, awesome human being. And, uh, uh, him and his wife and, and his children. They're a tremendous family, a tremendous man, and uh, it's it's been awesome to see him have success. Now, one final thing. If if you lose another game, would you allow Aaron Rodgers to play? Um, <laughs> uh, let's try not losing a game. How about that? <laughs> All right. Very, like very, de- very nice move. All right, Coach, we thank you for coming on. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. All right, that was the Robert Sala Report brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today and Slomans. Slomans has low-price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices for 100 years. Slomans has been a staple in home comfort. Call one eight six six oil deal. All right, we'll break down what the coach said and also the comment I made in the middle about Caleb Williams not playing in the bowl game for USC. But first, Peter's going to tell us about Jack Daniels. Darn right I will, Michael, because Jack Daniels has always made great whiskey, and they always will. One thing Jack can't make more of, though, that's moments. Those are on us to create. New York football fans, we only get one shot at this thing called life, so let's make sure we're making the most of every moment. Jack Daniels giving you and your friends the chance to have the ultimate tailgate experience during the NFL playoffs with me, Peter Rosenberg. Visit jacksultimatetailgateexperience.com to enter and hang out with me, this playoff season. Jack Daniels, make it count. Jack Daniels, old number seven. Our registered trademarks. Please drink responsibly. 
Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.